0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have fog and 34 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Thursday, the 4th of November, 2021. Rich Mulders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we are under a frost advisory right now, and a freeze warning will be in effect Friday from 1 a.m. to 9 a.m. We'll be expecting sub-freezing temperatures in many areas tonight into Friday morning, So protect your tender plants from the cold, and keep in mind those outdoor water pipes as well. The fog you see here and there should burn off by 9 o'clock this morning, and then we'll have sunny skies, a little warmer than yesterday, high in the mid-50s. Now tonight we'll have clear skies, overnight are low down to 33, and we'll see widespread frost early on Friday morning, then sunny skies Friday afternoon, a high close to 60. Friday night's looking pretty cold. If you're going to watch the Morrillton High School Clarksville ball game senior night at Devil Dog Stadium, bundle up. We'll have a temperature of 47 degrees, cooling down to about 40 degrees by the time the ball game ends. Overnight Friday, our low down to 33. Patchy frost early Saturday as modern gun deer season opens up. Saturday afternoon's high, 63. Right now, fog in 34 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's congratulate our employee of the day, James Belk, with Haynes Home Center. Obituaries this morning. Richard Stephen Jackson, age 68, of Diamond City, Arkansas, died on Monday, November 1st. He was owner and operator of Superior Builders in Harrison from 1992 to 2012. Before that, he worked for Kroger & Morrilton for 15 years. He was president of the NWTF for eight years, served as a building inspector and helped with the mill programs and activities at the Diamond City Community Center. He was awarded Diamond City Volunteer of the Year in 2011. He is survived by his wife of 31 years, Tina Jackson, his daughter, Lisa Godfrey of Oregon, his sons, Chris Jackson of Little Rock and Mark Jackson of Atkins, three brothers, two sisters, six grandchildren, two great-grandchildren, and several nieces and nephews. Funeral Mass for Richard Stephen Jackson will be held Saturday, November 6th at 2 p.m. at St. Elizabeth Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris officiating. Burial will be at St. Elizabeth Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Rosary will be Friday, November 5th at 6 p.m. with visitation following at the Funeral Home. Celebration of Life will be held November 21st at the Diamond Hills Country Club in Diamond City at 4 p.m. and all family and friends are invited to attend. Willa Dean Gullett-Noland, age 91, of Moralton, died on Monday, November 1st. She was a homemaker, fostered several children, and was a member of Plumerville Church of Christ. Survivors include her daughter, Brenda Campbell of Hattieville, her son Ernie Nolan of Apollo, one brother, 17 grandchildren, 35 great-grandchildren, and three great-great-grandchildren, among others. Visitation for Willa Dean Gullett-Noland will be held Tonight from 6 until 8 o'clock at Harding Street Church of Christ. Funeral services will be Friday morning at 10 o'clock, also at Harding Street Church of Christ, with Brother Charles Bain officiating. Burial will follow at Middleton Cemetery in Birdtown by Bob Neal and Son's Funeral Home of Morlton. Diane Johnson Robertson, age 67, of Cleveland, died Monday, November 1st. Private services will be at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Morlton. 7.35, we have fog in 34 degrees as we remain under a frost advisory this morning on our way to a high of 56, but we've got a freeze warning in effect overnight. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Always in touch. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. 736 with fog, it's 34 degrees at the KVOM studios. Perry County authorities say the death of a Conway County man run over by a truck Tuesday night is being investigated as a homicide. According to the Perry County Sheriff's Office, 52-year-old Brian Burnett of Jerusalem died in the incident that happened in the driveway of a home in Houston. The Sheriff's Office has requested Arkansas State Police to assist in the investigation. No other details are available at this time. With full approval now granted by the CDC, the Conway County Health Department is hosting a COVID vaccination clinic for children ages 5 through 11 this Saturday from 8 a.m. till noon. The clinic will also administer shots during extended hours next week from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Monday and Wednesday, and during normal operating hours on Tuesday from 9.30 a.m. to 6.00 p.m. No appointment is necessary, but the child must be brought to the health unit by a parent, not a grandparent. As of Wednesday afternoon, approximately 62.2% of Conway County residents aged 12 and over are at least partially vaccinated, according to the Arkansas Department of Health. In Perry County, about 61.5% of eligible residents have received at least one dose. The rate is a little higher statewide, with 66.2% of eligible Arkansans at least partially vaccinated. The Health Department reported just one new case of the virus in Conway County Wednesday and five in Perry County. The number of active cases in Conway County declined by four for the day to 23. The number of active cases in Perry County increased by four to 14. One additional death was recorded in Perry County to bring its total since the pandemic began to 22. There have still been 44 related deaths recorded in Perry County. A Conway man has been arrested on multiple drug charges following a traffic stop in Conway County. The Conway County Sheriff's Office reports that Deputy Kevin Moore conducted the traffic stop on Highway 95 when he observed a male subject driving a three-wheel ATV south towards Wonderview. During contact with the subject, identified as John Stockard, Deputy Moore reports he observed the odor of marijuana and Stockard showed to have an active warrant from Conway. During a subsequent search, Stockard is alleged to have been in possession of two bags of a white crystalline substance, believed to be methamphetamine, a bag of green vegetable substance, believed to be marijuana, digital scales, and a large stack of Prop $100 bills. According to Deputy Moore, Stockard admitted to ingesting fentanyl just prior to pulling over, and a short time later during the interaction with the deputy, Stockard reportedly passed out. He was then transported to the emergency room at CHI St. Vincent Hospital in Moralton via MedTech EMS and upon his release was transported to the Conway County Detention Center. Authorities say the crystalline substance found in Stockard's possession did field test positive for methamphetamine and had a filled weight of 54.9 grams. Stockard is being held on charges of possession of methamphetamine with intent to deliver, possession of marijuana with intent to deliver, possession of drug paraphernalia, and tampering with physical evidence. A public comment period is now open for Arkansans to provide input regarding the proposed redistricting of state House and Senate districts. The Arkansas Board of Apportionment released a set of interactive maps this week that allow you to enter your home address to see street-level detail of the proposed districts. Officials say the public will be able to provide comments on specific areas of the maps, which will then become part of public record. The proposals show some changes to local House and Senate districts. Under the proposal, all of Conway County would be in House District 43, which also includes a large portion of Van Buren County. All of Perry County would be in House District 54, which also includes parts of Faulkner, Yale, and Saline Counties. For the state Senate districts, most of Conway County would be in District 25, along with all of Pope County and a small portion of Yale County that includes the city of Dardanelle. The southwest corner of Conway County, including Pettyjean Mountain and all of Perry County, would be placed in Senate District 5, which encompasses a large portion of western Arkansas, including all of Scott, Polk, and Montgomery counties, along with parts of Logan, Sebastian, and Pike counties, and all of Yale County, with the exception of Dardanelle. Governor Asa Hutchinson encourages all Arkansans to view the proposed maps, and to provide input on them where appropriate. We again invite everyone to make their comments uh, on this. We've had a lot of positive comments. We've had some constructive comments of things that uh, they would like us to look at that ought to be uh, double checked or some uh, different uh, corrections. And so uh, it's a very serious uh, public comment period. And we invite everybody to go on the website and make their public comments. The maps can be viewed online at arkansasredistricting.org. The public comment period will remain open through November 28th. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton has opened the advising and registration window for the spring semester. Current students can visit uaccm.edu student advising to book an advising appointment. During the appointment, the advisor will help the student select courses and address any academic questions or concerns. After the advising appointment, the registration hold will be removed, and the student can register online through Campus Connect. For more information on self-registration, students can visit the Academic Advising webpage. New students will need to meet with an academic advisor to register for classes. New students can book an advising appointment online, and those appointments begin November the 8th. The college's Mary Clark tells KVOM, registration will continue through the end of the year, and classes for the spring semester will begin January twelfth, but there is an important financial aid deadline coming up soon.
1: It's a priority deadline for for students to complete uh, the federal application for uh, for for. Pell Grants and other forms of financial aid um, and the priority deadline is November 12th and what that means is that I mean they could still apply but um, in to order to ensure that they will have the results back in order to charge everything up front their tuition and fees um, if they'll get that taken care of they won't be out any money up front.
0: For more information on the registration process new and returning students can visit uaccm.edu or call 501-208-5307. Now 7.43, and let's check our market report. Here's Edna Hill of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton.
2: On Wall Street, stocks finished higher today following the Fed's bond tapering decision and comments from Powell. Growth outperformed value as Treasury yields rose. In the headlines today, the ADP jobs report came in better than expected, and CVS beat earnings expectations. The U.S. 10-year Treasury yield moved higher to 1.57% after Chairman Powell's comments indicated that analysts' aggressive rate hike schedule has been somewhat revised. Asian markets were sizably lower, while European markets were mixed. The Dow closed at 36,157, up 104 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,814, up 162 points. Volume was heavy as 954 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to our AT&T down .05 at 25.18, Bank of America up .49 at 48.37, Centerpoint Energy up .10 at 26.29, Deering Company down 12.25 at 343.05, Energy Corp down .44 at 103.36, Under Armour up .82 at 22.50, Simmons Bank up 0.87 at 32.3. Regions Financial up 0.75 at 24.71. Southwestern Energy up 0.01 at 5.06. Tyson Foods up 0.19 at 81.72. Walmart up 0.46 at 150.18. Live Ramp up 3.98 at 57.24. Interpublic Group up 0.17 at 35.83. Next, Terra Energy down 0.18 at 85.24. Natural gas up 0.32 at 5.86. Precious metals were mixed. Gold was down $15 at 1,774.30. Silver was up 0.07 at 23.58. I'm Edna Hill, Senior Branch Office Administrator, Edward Jones Investment, Bo K. Hill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Marlton.
0: Taking a look at our community calendar, the Nemo Vista School District will have preschool parent-teacher conferences today. The Minifee Town Council will have an emergency called meeting tonight at 530 at Minifee Town Hall. They still require masks, temperature checks will be taken, and they're still asking everyone to observe six feet social distancing. The Lanny Heritage Association is having a fundraising yard sale Friday 8 till 4 and Saturday 8 till 1. In the Lanny Community Building, Highway 287, all proceeds go to the building fund to pay for utilities and upkeep. If you'd like to donate items to the sale, call Jane McLaren, 501-208-7893. Partners for Progress in Perryville will have a fundraising yard sale Saturday, 8 till noon. All proceeds benefit the food pantry. The Moralton Cemetery Improvement Association and Moralton Beta Clubs will sponsor a volunteer event to honor the 500-plus veterans buried at Elmwood Cemetery in Moralton Saturday. Flags will be distributed to volunteers from 10 till noon at the community mausoleum in the center of the cemetery. Information on the location of veteran graves and maps will be provided. In addition, monument cleaning supplies and instructions will be provided to anyone who wishes to clean grave markers. For more information, call Ann Turney at 501-472-7303. American Legion Post 39 in Moralton will host its first Veterans Day parade and ceremony Saturday. The parade starts at 11 a.m. from Moralton City Park and will proceed through downtown Moralton. The ceremony will begin after the parade at about noon in the Nature Trail Pavilion and food vendors will be on site. Lone Oak Missionary Baptist Church Highway 9 north of Moralton is hosting a concert featuring multi-dove and Grammy award-winning recording artist David Phelps this Saturday night at 6. Phelps will be joined by popular comedian Mickey Bell, and for more information, call 501-354-8616 or visit davidphelps.com. Hattieville Family Worship Center's Cross Vision Youth Ministry is hosting an outdoors movie night Saturday at 730. All are invited to bring a chair. Come enjoy a night of fellowship and grilled burgers, hot dogs, popcorn, and a movie. For more information, call 501-208-5768. Well, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's Newswatch on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 749, and on close-up this morning, Kara Jones with Main Street Moralton will join us for a visit. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment with Eric Tyler in sports and weather. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. With sports, I'm Eric Tyler.
1: It's sure to be a special night in Perryville tonight when former Mustang basketball standout and current athletics director at the University of Mississippi, Keith Carter, is honored with the dedication of the court at the Perryville High School Gymnasium in his honor. Following his distinguished playing career with the Mustangs, Carter was a four-year starter for Ole Miss from 1995 through 1999 earning second-team All-Southeastern Conference honors as a junior and first-team honors as a senior, as well as honorable mention, All-American recognition by the Associated Press in 1999. He then had a successful professional career playing mostly in Italy before joining the Ole Miss Athletic Department in 2009 and working his way up to A.D. in 2019. Guest speakers for tonight's ceremony include former Ole Miss coach Rob Evans and former Parable coach H.C. Wallace, There will be a reception at 5 p.m. for Keith and his family and friends in the Perryville Cafeteria. Then the dedication ceremony at the gymnasium will begin at approximately 6.30 in between the junior high Maroon Gray Games and the senior high Maroon Gray Games. Maralton High School will have their Maroon Gray Basketball Games tonight at Devil Dog Arena. They'll start with the 7th grade girls game at 4 p.m. followed by 7th grade boys. and they'll have junior girls and boys and senior girls and boys. Also tonight, Sacred Heart plays junior high games at home against Mount Vernon Enola. 7th grade girls play at 4 p.m., followed by 7th grade boys, junior girls, and junior boys. Marlton High School football team will celebrate senior night when the Devil Dogs play host to Clarksville in the season finale for both teams on Friday. Neither team is postseason bound this year, but one of them gets to end their season with a win. Kickoff from Devil Dog Stadium is scheduled for 7 p.m. We'll have all the action for you live Course, right here on KVOM. Perryville and Bigelow also both play at home this week. The Mustangs take on Boonville while the Panthers battle Conway Christian. Perryville can get a share of the 4 3A conference championship with a win in that one. Bigelow is seeking the outright 4 2A conference title and trying to cap a second consecutive undefeated regular season. Take a look at Weather now on this Thursday morning. We've got humidity at 100% with calm winds. metric pressure 30.36. Low temperature this morning got down to 30 degrees. High yesterday was 50. A year ago today, the low is 35 with a high of 77. In the last 24 hours, six 100th inches of rain at KVM Studios, who bring our, t- our total for the year to 41.58 inches. Sunset this evening is 6.14 sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.36. And our forecast is called for some continued patchy frost and patchy fog this morning. But becoming sunny, warming up a little bit. High near 56 expected this afternoon. But another cold night in store for us tonight. In fact, uh, not a freeze wipe, but freeze warning will be in effect from uh, 1 a.m. to 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. As we'll have clear skies. Expected low around 33 degrees and then sunny on friday 59 for the high but down to 33 for the low again friday night and then warming up a little bit this weekend mid 60s on saturday near 70 degrees for the high on sunday with mostly sunny skies continuing right now we do have some fog in the area and 34 degrees in Morrillton 753 now in KVOM NewsWatch continues in just
0: a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google. Google Play. It's just another way that Pettijean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is
1: 7:57 now on KVOM, and we're going on our close-up sec- segment this morning by Carrie Jones with Main Street Norrlton and good morning to you
3: good morning Eric how are you doing
1: doing well how are you on this Thursday morning
3: I am great and I'm excited to talk about how Main Street Marlton is helping all of us to head full force into this fall and winter holiday season so you know we just had the monster maze this last weekend and it was so much fun i um, Susan Boozer and Stephanie Lipsmire two of our Main Street Marlton board members headed that up we had a lot of help from the city and a lot of organizations and businesses um, in our community and it was so fun i mean the kids just kept coming and kept coming and it was so fun to see all of the costumes and the excitement and everyone just getting out and so just a really a big shout out to all of the community and the businesses again and the nonprofits, churches who supported that event because you know events are no fun if nobody yep. comes and marlton just really showed up for that one so it was really fun and so thank you from us
1: it was great i didn't Get to go in myself, right? <gasps> Eric. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I, I drove by at one point, and the cars were lined up out on the highway. Yeah, was, they were. Yeah, so.
3: yeah, they were lined up. I mean, like I said, they just kept coming, kept coming throughout the event. It was great.
1: Yeah absolutely sure was and I know you want to talk about uh, grant grant money grant opportunity yes
3: so um, we have received Main Street Marlton has received some grant money from this state and um, after some conversations with our downtown businesses we have really decided to focus that grant money on downtown signage, um, we're getting some design assistance at no charge from the state. Um, and Morgan Zimmerman has taken that project on to be the liaison between the state um, design team and our downtown businesses. So, like I said, just really trying to help them because we want to spruce up our downtown. Um, and new signage, of course, is one way that we can not only just spruce it up, but we can also really create awareness as people drive through, walk by. Hey, here's what we have to offer. So we're excited about that um and so just be looking for those new signs downtown of course it's going to take some time to get sure. it all taken care of but yeah that's coming up yeah that's exciting yeah
1: very good and uh, of course we always have you or a main street representative in on first thursday because that's, a, that's always a special yes day downtown yes
3: so today of course is first thursday for november um and we do have Adams, they're going to be open, Adams Office Center, they're open until 5:30 tonight with 10% off of office supplies. And then Merle Norman and Moore and Shoe Company are both going to be open until 7 this evening. And they will both have 20% off of one item. And they'll also have some other special treats. And know like Merle Norman, it's free gift time. Um, the shoe company has some half price items so just lots of other things too but one uh, one item 20% off from both of those vendors um, and then also of course two guys a bocce truck and the landing will be open so after you do your shopping you can get something to eat um, and hang out downtown a little bit more but y'all also want to talk about the first Thursday we have coming up in December so I said sure. we're just really you know going through the holiday season um, we have three new board members for Main Street Morrilton uh, Marty and Jane Crutes who a lot of you may know I'm um, from Big Kappa, and also Danielle Wright has joined our Main Street Marlton team and we're really excited to have her on um, she had contacted me a couple of months ago and you know we just sat down and had a talk and she said you know Kara she said I just want to give back to the community she said but I feel like I'm young and I don't really know how to get involved I don't know how that will be received and you know we just really had that conversation about how that the more diverse our board is, that the better our community will be because it's so wonderful to bring in new ideas. And so she is actually doing an event on this next first Thursday. It's going to be called Christmas Along the Railroad. So again, it's not technically a Main Street Marlton event, but we are definitely helping her in multiple ways. So I wanted to give that event um, some recognition this morning. It's going to be from 2 to 6.30 downtown and from 3 to 5. There will be pictures with Santa and the Grinch. She's going to have food trucks. And also, I thought this was really fun. This is something new. Um, There'll be a Christmas makeup and hair battle. So I think that's going to be really fun and bring in some new folks downtown. And the times will be, you know, before the Christmas parade and then after the Christmas parade because the Christmas parade will also be that evening. And, you know, I'm just so excited um, that someone is coming in with just an energy to get involved and get engaged um, with the town. You know, and I think that so many people do have creative ideas. You know, I see them posted on social media. People will, you know, just talk to me in random places. Hey, I would love to see this and, you know, we. I would really encourage anyone with those ideas to contact Main Street Moralton or contact another volunteer organization and just say, hey, I have ideas, I have some energy, how can I get involved? And to just really have that confidence to bring those ideas to the table and get them going.
1: Sure. That's great. And it's glad that, uh, or good that Danielle's stepping up and doing that. That's yes. That's, that's going to be yes. a fun one. Yes.
3: And of course, the so. Cruzes have brought a, a lot to our downtown as well. So we're really excited with those three new board members.
1: All right. Well, we're excited to have you in with us this morning
3: anything else for us that's really all i can think of i just want to encourage everyone i said we do these events and they're so much more fun and we can keep doing them with the more people who support them and get involved so first thursday tonight and then with christmas season coming up and of course we want to encourage everyone to shop local and eat local
0: all right
1: carrot jones with main street marlton thank you so much
3: thank you eric